A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to the AEW Dynamite Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Cultures. I'm another one, Dudley Boys. Michael Sidgwick from What Cultures. Look ahead to tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube, <sighs> where we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review AEW Dynamite, but also AEW Collision when they bother to do it. Raw, SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. Oh, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete. The Liga quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, they're joined by Sidgwick to look ahead to Dynamite tonight. And Michael Sidgwick, it's finally happened. Our campaign is over. We have two women's matches on tonight's Dynamite. Well. <laughs> well. Uh, it's an expression we use in the Northeast. Had your pash. I like Had that. your pash. I, I, was, like, I was up a height there. You were up a height and had your pash. I think it's basically stopping so passionate. Mm-hmm. Um, hold your horses is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, because we are not getting, and it only counts, the campaign is only successful when we get two feature-length back-and-forth women's matches on this show. Now... This is not is what this is not what's happening tonight. At least in terms of my cynical outlook and prediction, I think what's going to happen. Um, it's individually timeless Tony Storm. Sorry, sorry, toneless Timey Storm <laughs> and Diana Parazzo are each in action. Yes. Okay. Now the idea is, I very much think one match is going to follow the other. Both matches are going to be very short. What I like. Who knows, right? Maybe I'll get made to look like a cynical prick and the power will be back and all the rest of it. And uh, minutes after we stop recording and upload this, wherever you get your podcasts from, it may well be revealed, Adam Wilborn, that it's going to be Diana Parazzo versus Serena Deeb Mm -hmm. and Tony Storm versus Adam Riho or whatever. Yes. Jesus, they're actually doing it. I don't think that's the case. No, I agree. I expect... Because we've got the um, the telltale in action, mm-hmm. which is basically AEW code euphemism for get them on telly to beat someone in two minutes. I remember that from our collision previews. Yes. I remember from like Dynamite way back in the day, whenever they were, like, they were pushing someone who, like Lance Archer in action. Mm-hmm. It's like, right, okay, well, it's going to be some skinny wimp yes. who he's going to make a very, very quick work of. I think what's going to happen here is that without it being called beat the clock, or without there even being a clock, the idea is that one match is going to follow the other, with the idea being that um, D- 
Diona Parazzo is going to beat, I don't know, um, I get the roster up and play the game. Verta Vixen. Okay. Diona Parazzo is going to beat someone the caliber of yeah. Verta Vixen, maybe within seconds, with the Venus de Milo. Just, again, establish that finish. Establish that finish is this thing that you just cannot escape. Um, and then immediately following Diana Parazzo beating someone, anyone, within seconds, Tony Storm is going to come out very confident. She's the champion. I can make even quicker work of my competitor tonight. And then the story will be that Tony Storm will get a sterner test. yes than she anticipated against... She's getting taken to the limit by Robin Renegade? <laughs> and I expect that match <laughs> yeah. will get a little bit more time than the Deonna match to tell the story that, oh, hang on, Deonna's kind of better, maybe, at the moment, than Tony Storm. Uh -huh. She's on better form. Tony Storm might have disappeared too far up her own arse as a character, not taking the competition seriously. Maybe this could affect their confidence. I think these two matches have been booked and will be arranged to put the idea in your head that, well, hang on, Deanna has got the momentum ahead of their revolution match. Yeah. I don't hate this at all. It's it's very beat-the-clock adjacent. Yeah. Uh, in my cynical... From my cynical perspective anyway. But... Yeah, we will still be doing ladies' night just for fun because these are not two women's matches on Dynamite. Yes, just to clarify, because I saw a lot of people, the moment this graphic dropped towards the end of last week, I believe I'll it was. More than happy to be proven incorrect. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yes. But I saw a lot of people uh, tagging us and, and Hamflirt. And thank you for like yeah. engaging with us. We I do, like the like, fact yeah. that, that this is a thing, um, saying... We've done it. It's over. No. And I want to give a shout out to uh, Adam Blair at Adam Wilton for who often takes care of the um, data for uh, ladies night because uh, he sent us a ladies night quiz, if you remember, in January and pointed out there would be that at that point there had been 224 episodes of Dynamite and there had been six episodes with two women's matches on eight. If you count mixed tags, we don't count the mixed tags. Um, the last time we had this was something similar, I'd argue, because it happened on the 9th of February, 2022. So it has been two years since we had this, which is insane. Yeah, it is. Uh. Um, and I, I know we've been getting a couple of women's matches on the show on, on Collision, which is, you know, an, a, improvements, you know, small, small developments. Um, but back then, it was a Jade Cargill, Jade Cargill TBS match and a Serena D Professor Challenge, which arguably is in a sort of similar vein in terms yeah, of yeah, yeah. not, it's not. They're not two, competitive. Two 15 minutes matches that are going to go one at the top of the hour and one, you know, wherever. Um, I, I think you might be right with either the, the beat the clock side of things or. Like beat the clock adjacent. The idea is the same. The principle is the same. One person can make quicker work than the other. Or maybe what I was thinking as we were coming up here. Diana Prazzo faces, let's say, Robin Renegade or Vert Vixen or whoever. Um, someone who can eat these sorts of losses. Obviously, they're just, that's the role they're playing currently. And then Timeless Tony Storm comes out and faces the same person who's just lost and basically describes 
Diona in some I'm trying to work out what movie language I'm gonna use, whether it be like thanks for being my stunt double in there or my my you know when like they're setting up a shot in a film and they're like DiCaprio doesn't need to be here so we can st- st- know where he's gonna stand. Yeah. You look a bit like him. Just stand there and then when he gets here the lighting and all the mics and whatever will be set up. Or she just understudy or something yes, like that. Yes, exactly. Or like, thanks for being my fluffer. Right now, I'll run through. That's her kind of yes. thing that Tony would say. But yeah, so instead of instead of us pitching, in fact, I would be shocked if that word is not uttered on this television yes. program tonight. Instead of because it's just for fun, I thought instead of picking what time this is going to be, and please God, if they aren't doing the um, the same opponent, please God, don't let it be. One hour and twenty minutes followed by one hour and twenty-five minutes or whatever. Maybe we pitch how long we think both match times combined are going to be. Indeed, we'll do that. So I thought that could be. We'll save that for a little bit later on, though. We'll run through the rest of this card first. Yes, play the game at the end. Yeah, yeah obviously. Then we'll obviously, press the button as well. Yeah, um, otherwise it doesn't count. Indeed, no one records it. Um, I've been away for just over a week. Yep, and suddenly. Blackpool Combat Club are now fighting FTR. This is awesome. Where's this come from? Air Collision, basically. There was a simple challenge issued. Um, who wants to get... If you're going to step up to the Blackpool Combat Club, you're going to get stepped on. We're kind of jonesing for a fight. This is kind of what we do. FTR answered that challenge. They had like a really good pull apart which led on Collision, which led to uh, Mox versus Dark Soul mm-hmm. on Dynamite, which as we pre- uh, reviewed last week was just awesome like a really like as i said last week it was like a really good dumb match just two idiots full of ridiculous pride and machismo like battering each other without any semblance of strategy for much of the match Hmm. with the idea being nah i'm harder than you are and it sounds so dumb but it was just like really intoxicating Mm -hmm. and really well worked for what it was and now obviously so what happened was um Mox choked Dax out in like the 18th minute mm. and they really worked to think are they going to do a draw here? It was really, really well paced. Um, he refused to relinquish the hold. Uh, Taz was excellent on commentary saying it's really dangerous to do that. It's really dangerous like let go for the, for his own sake. Mm. You're taking the piss. Cash Wheeler sells that almost as brilliantly as Taz by just coming out trying to rip tear Mox off Dax. It's like laying in those um, punches. Like, you know when just brawls happen all the time because it's a way to advance things? On every episodic wrestling TV show, you'll probably see a brawl. Like, Cash Wheeler knows how to brawl. Mm-hmm. awesome. Claudio came out, um, and then the tag team match has sort of evolved from that angle. This should be awesome. Moxley and Dax have got this incredible, like, idiotic, brilliantly idiotic chemistry I would <laughs> yes. describe it as like that moment in the match where they were just laying them in laying those blows in and for a minute Dax's leg went a bit jelly and he's like no I refuse to mm-hmm. you know I'm just like no effect on me I'm going to still keep fighting that was great so we know Dax and Moxley have great chemistry um, and you know these wrestlers are so great across the board in AEW that like, they're all going to have chemistry with each other. It's always going to be great. Um, so I expect this match to be great. But I'm interested in the finish, and more pertinently, pertinently, what, if any, implications does this have on the Revolution card? Yeah. Because when I saw Dax versus Moxley, um, my thoughts were, all right, okay, well, this 
we know why this exists. It exists to do FTR versus BCC. Wouldn't that be a nice little 15 minute just to flesh out that revolution undercard? Mm. Even if for my taste, it could be that many matches long as it is, and that would be enough for me. It really is all killer, no filler. This is unbelievable so far. Again, like, I know I'm feeling something. My brain is cursed. I know I'm feeling something for AEW when I get worried about it. <laughs> yeah. I know I enjoy it when I worry. Like, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> like, usually, like, towards last year when, well, throughout much of last year, I got annoyed on principle that Omega wasn't working um, a singles match at all in. But mostly, I just casually accepted everything that happened and either felt something or didn't. And I wouldn't get that fear. I wouldn't get that anticipation. I wouldn't get that anxiety. This revolution build has mostly been stellar. This card looks unbelievable. I'm now getting worried that they're going to add too many matches to it because I think the stakes are really high. Mm. I think it's the best pay-per-view build they've had in ages. Um, like ages, like a, like a soberingly long amount of time. And I just, yeah, I just know I'm feeling something when I'm thinking, well, don't. Mm. Don't put 14 on there as you've done before. I think he might have done a 14 or a 15 before Tony Khan. Um, and I know he's not done it. Like Double or Nothing 2022 sticks out as the, Jesus Christ, this is just <laughs> too long for the sake of it. So I don't know what's uh, happening at Revolution with the BCC, whether it's between FTR, CMLL, 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 and FTR, and them teaming with them to take on them. <laughs> so I... Uh, the BCC they have worked as uh, mas- masked luchadors before. That's the thing. Course. We could see the return, Adam Wilborn, of Los Super Runners. Yes, that sounds about the right. Super Frogs? Super Frogs, yeah. I, I want to say the local runners because that's Crazy Frog. <laughs> it's just because Crazy Frog <laughs> has got law in our office for some ungodly reason. So I, um, Cash Wheeler's facing what he's been facing mm. since what, August of last year. So maybe this is a way of right. Maybe this could be FTR's write-off, mm. and BCC could win to propel them up the tag ranks. BCC versus Young Bucks. Saw a lot of it last year, I guess. But, you know, tag feels a bit different in the tag arena. So I don't know where this all leads. I do know, A, I'm interested in the result and what each team does following it, and you just know it's going to be great. Mm. Just looking at that revolution. I reckon the FTR win. Do FTR win this? And do they just take Cash Wheeler potentially being out of commission for an indeterminate amount of time when it comes? Do they just proceed as if he's going to be around? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm not being funny. He's a celebrity. Mm. Let's, yeah. let, you know, he's a celebrity. It is one of those ones where I'm not clutching many pearls if this is the end of the BCC. So. Oh, I want them gone. It's like Danielson's. The individuals are all incredible. Yeah. Danielson's off doing his Eddie Kingston stuff anyway. Uh, I just think, yeah, it's kind of run its course. So I, 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 they are going to Arena Mexico. Yes, that's a good point. So it won't be for a brief while, and it's not happening tonight anyway. No, six matches so far on the Revolution card. You could argue, presumably Garcia, maybe Christian Cage to be added. Maybe a three-way, sadly. Mm. Depends how long Copeland wants to sell his move for. You know, <laughs> yeah, this time. Uh, it doesn't then, really sell for long. We've seen this. But like you say, I'd like an FTR. If you want to do a big stip top or just another off the back of this, another FTR BCC match for the for the paper, I'd be fine with it. And you could make us an argument of, well, you could put the trios titles on there or you could put the TBS title on there or whatever. But right now, yeah, there's no match that I'm going, oh, God. Because it's Sunday night. 
you know, if we yeah. if you, you and I are waking up to watch it at 2 a.m. going, oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to have to sit through this and then get it into work tomorrow. There's not, yeah. I would not, like, every it, match is either for a title, well, one's for a title and a handshake, potentially, or Will Ospreay's it officially in AEW. Let's, yeah. Okay, let's go. It's going to be at least, well, probably at least 12, but at least seven because the TNT title will factor in. Um, I can't see Moxley not working it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's others I just can't see not working it. So I just don't take the piss. Like, Tony Khan has got this in like boundless energy and enthusiasm. But he, and he can't see that not everyone has that same, like, I don't have three jobs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do. I've got two jobs. You've got two jobs. Mm. Being a parent is a goddamn job. Mm. I've got two jobs. I think being a parent's harder than being in charge of Fulham, quite frankly. <laughs> yes. I did look then and went, oh, they only did nine matches. It's a part-time job, really. Yeah. They only you did. You've got to monitor the results, get reports from, like, your scouting team, monitor the results, Take action during the season if your manager is absolutely finished, and then your job really happens in the summer. Mm. So I, I would say that being a parent is a harder task than owning Fulham. I did look there. You go. They had nine matches on last year's Revolution card, eight on the main card, and then I remembered one of them was an Ironman match, though. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I have no. I think Jericho's two and fuzzy, so he's probably not around. He is, yeah. I would say it was too soon for MGF, obviously. Like, it's you don't need any more like undisputed kingdom stuff. That's covered off with Roddy, obviously. In yeah. my opinion, you know, you can do Wardlow squashes wherever you want, really. Um, but also, I, sp- I mean, let's talk Osprey actually, because he was just added to the card last week against Takeshita, of course. Ugh. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's gonna be like one of those frightening matches where they drop each other on their heads and they like strike each other so hard and do, like, really scary teasers for avalanche moves off the top turnbuckle. <laughs> like, I'm genuinely frightened of that match could in the best way possible. Could Osprey show up tonight? Um, There is absolutely nothing stopping him. Mm. His contractual obligations with New Japan are over. Even if they weren't, he's been in AEW several times. Mm-hmm. He's done his final... Um, not, His final... Indie date for mm. Rev Pro. He'll probably still do the odd one, I imagine. Oh, I wouldn't be He loves it. Um, but I, if there was anything stopping him, there's nothing stopping him from now. That match against Oku, which I still haven't got round to watching, I am going to make time for it. Um, I so he's free. I just think maybe he could do a promo on the go home. Show. Yeah, juice that up a little bit. Um, calm down, bruv. Calm down, bruv. Nick, um, <laughs> so I do it. Does it need it's the thing, the way they've set it up? It's pretty backwards. I understand what's happening here because Osprey can't not be a baby face because people love him so much and he's so great at what he does. And they've got Wembley on the horizon. They've obviously positioned him as a heel in AEW thus far because he's been feuding with Kenny with babyface Chris Jericho as much as little sense as that made. Uh, man against Orange Cassidy, of course. But once you got him full time, and he's like, you big, like, you're optimistic he can make a difference. You book that person as a baby yeah. face. No one's going to boo him. People are delighted that the consensus best wrestler in the world, mm-hmm. not named, it's Danielson, but people <laughs> think it's Osprey, um, has to be a baby face. So the way they've set this up is 
the best way possible to adhere to the continuity and basically it's like the Triple H thing of doing something weird to do something good. This is weird, hmm. but they're doing it so that Osprey can then break free from the Callous family. Yeah. Um, but given the stakes, because it's not the kind of grudge program that requires lots of promos to build it up, if anything, the stakes are so... I think everyone's... Everyone who's reasonable is kind of thinking, yeah, it's odd. It doesn't make a great deal of sense, but it kind of has to exist mm. to propel Osprey into the babyface role. Because of the weird way in which it's all been built, you don't need a series of promos. In fact, if anything, the more promos you cut and you get away from the it's a dream match deal, mm. the you further you just further yeah. risk complicating what is itself a pretty weird one to get through. Just cut a promo next week. I'm here. Don't care if we're friends or aligned with each other. I'm gonna kick your head in. Mm. Um, I'm gonna break my fucking neck. <laughs> I mean, how this dance goes. And uh, I, it doesn't need. If it needs a promo, I would save it for the go home. Yeah. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be Big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. You mentioned uh, Orange Cassidy there. He obviously main evented last week. Trent Barretta, for the time being, appears to be aligned with him. Still, how are you feeling about that relationship? Um, I think that could well, they're be... banging on very strongly, weren't they, last week about like good job he's got a friend like Trent. Yeah, yeah, good job Trent's always there. And to be fair, in typical they've taken the the scenic route as they often do mm. with these sorts of programs slash arcs, but they've never really forgotten it. They've 
allowed fans to forget it by not doing it that often, but they themselves have always kept this sort of, mm-hmm. like, sort of creaking tension, if you like, in the mix, and this creeping tension, rather. They could have Trent cost OC in the finish. Mm. I think that would be more emotionally resonant than people are prepared to accept right now. Best Friends have been this wholesome act. People love the Best Friends, by the way. I know Hamlet's the outlier. When we were in Vegas, like those people love this act. Yeah. They've been part of some of the most seminal, unforgettable, unforgettable moments in AEW history. Genuinely, I think this could be quite big. OC versus Trent as a program would kind of like break a lot of people's hearts. People like the idea of AEW doing wholesome stuff. It's quite new for wrestling for them. And um, I, it's just how you arrive at it. Do you do another tag? Do you add a tag tonight or do you add a tag on the go home where OC's pretty much, I think this works if you don't keep it too trad pro wrestling. If the idea is OC is too tired to return the favor to Trent, and the karma's all out of balance for how often Trent has saved his ass. Maybe Trent could be getting his ass kicked after Cassidy is selling the effects of the Texas death match, mm-hmm. and he's too broken to go for him. Bit of nuance there where it's like, well, obviously his heart's in the right place, but his body's just not willing to come out and help or whatever, and Trent could misinterpret that as, well, piss off, yeah, dickhead. I think there's good material here. Would you have it be... a Simple. A simple betrayal, or would you go as far as having Trent join the Undisputed Kingdom, or is that just overkill? I think it's overkill. Um, I'll just have it as simple. Got enough guys in that group already, have got enough you? groups as well. Oh, yeah. um, you need to establish them as this... U- because, f- quite frankly, I look at the Undisputed Kingdom, and again, I, I'm sorry, I invoke this comparison all the time, but I do it for a good reason. I don't look at them as the horsemen. These like-minded individuals who love being dickheads together, who are as close as brothers, who just love riding the towns together. You could f- see that interior life as mm. the Four Horsemen. I don't look at the Undisputed Kingdom and see people who like hang around, mm. who've got this incredible chemistry, yeah. who just belong together. <laughs> and I think adding somebody else to the mix when you haven't even established them as this incredible, like really believable unit, I, I wouldn't piss around. To be honest, I would just spin off the Undisputed Kingdom altogether. I really would. It's just not working. It's been cursed from the get-go, but that's a com- that's a different long-form conversation. Yeah, because I, I suppose arguably you could say, you know, people would say, well, you've got to keep them around because they need to be there in a some dominant form. Um, in my opinion, the world title picture's moved on from, from there. Yes, time, At least for the time being. But um, they need to be around in some form when MJF comes back. And it's like, does he? Or does just Adam Cole need to be just, there? Yeah. If you're Tony Khan, and you and you say to Tony Khan, right, you've got a time machine, you can undo one thing in the entire history as a wrestling promoter, I think you would go back to Grand Slam 2023. Mm. And just like, right, Cole's gone. Cole's out. He's injured. Let's do whatever else. Nothing to do with the devil, blah, blah, blah. And even if the whole idea was that Cole was going to turn on MGF at some point, make sure his legs in work in order before you do it, because it was just this... Uh, I find myself... Bored to tears talking about it, but they've made a complete butchery. They must have sold quite a few better than you, baby, (laughs) T-shirts. Otherwise, and obviously the all-in match was huge. It was their big thing. It was divisive amongst the base, but it was their big, objectively, financially successful thing. And they've clung on to it for dear life, and now we're in the the after effects of it now. Mm. 
Tony, we've uh, we've got a time machine. I can go forwards in time, backwards in time. How far would you like to go back? No, dude. Got him. Um, Any day would be great. <laughs> go back yesterday. Yesterday was great. The day before was great. The day before that was great. I'm happy just where I am right now. It's great. <laughs> Everything's great. Why would he want to go back in time to relive like one of the greatest moments of his life? Yeah, when it's when they're all great. I think I think all the days merge into each other. I think it's just it, uh, his work output is insane. I don't I can't picture him. Oh, just. Oh, it's lying for me today. Nothing much on. It's, if it's not the Jaguars, it's Fulham. If it's not that ROH or AW or signing some other mega got, like, star. analytics firm as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've got a sort of... I've described in my notes as a revolution preview trios match because I didn't really know how else to describe it because we've got two people. And, I mean, the big question probably is can they coexist? Yeah. Um, two people on one side who are going to be in the, the title match and then the other... The other side. And the other side is the other person who's going to be in that. I'm talking of Samoa Joe and Swerve Strickland, who are teaming with Brian Cage to take on Hangman Adam Page, Hook, and RVD. It's going to be insane. It's going to be insane. This is... I'm going to be, I'm going to be a little bit facetious, right? Because there is an element of... Can they coexist? I mean, putting Swerve and Samoa Joe in the same match is a recipe for disaster. Mm. I mean, it's, it's a very contrived means... Of them doing the whole, no, no, I've got this. I'll tag in. Oh, well, hang on. I was doing a move then. So, okay, you can do your move. Oh, I'll tag in. Mm. But you're really hard on the back. It's very contrived. But, yeah, it's very contrived. Can they coexist? Fair. And on top of that, it is also him. He is teaming with him against them. You're joking. Not another one? Telling you now, right? You know what? I want to write an editorial about this. You know the biggest myth? And I've made this point before, and I will make it again, before I preview the match. You know what's the biggest myth in wrestling, right? What's that? The Cody-verse. Yeah. It is the biggest myth in pro wrestling. I'll tell you why. One, Cody Rhodes, as with all of the other top acts in AEW, would have had a say in their creative. Their promos who they work with, who they would not want to do jobs to, yeah. um, what they kind of want to do. But it will be a collaboration, but Tony Khan would say, it's my company, I have final say. People were like, at the time, oh, Cody versus weird. Cody's teaming with that guy mm. against those guys? He's friends now with Pac, and Andrade and Malachi Black are teaming together? Right. That's just how Tony Khan books. <laughs> if you look now, from the Codyverse onwards, and people are like, oh, God, don't miss the Codyverse. Um, he's so much better off in WWE. That's true, <laughs> but you can't say, oh, thank God the Codyverse is over. The AEW is Codyverse pilled. Yeah. This match the, the, is... The Tonyverse. It's the Tony. This match is the Codyverse. Yes. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's not as good because no, like, no one set themselves on fire or anything like that. <laughs> but it's the Codyverse. AEW just does Cody. It's never stopped doing Codyverse booking. Mm. Just Cody's not in the the verse. It's the Tonyverse. Yeah. It's the Eliteverse. This, however, I quite like because it's a bit more thought of him feuding with them. Or 
Orange Cassidy needs a partner he's got. Keith Lee and El Hijo Del Vikingo <laughs> together. It's like, what? I mean, the match. The graphic is ridiculous. The graphic's ridiculous, but let's, you know, unpack this. Swerve and Joe are like so far kind of the heels and Cage is aligned with um, Swerve and mm-hmm. the faction. Hook is a friend of RVD through Taz. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that makes sense why they're teaming together. Hangman Page drafted in RVD yep. to for the picky poison against Swerve Strickland. So there's it makes sense that they're a team in RV, in Hangman Page has mentioned once or twice that he likes to partake in uh, uh stoned already. That was Prince, by the way, the story I told you before the pod. <laughs> Um, and this they haven't dropped the Hook Samoa Joe thing. Hook on the week after he lost to Joe was like, "I still want a piece of you someday. I know I've lost. Yes, I'll have to build myself back up, but I want to get back at you." And Joe's like, "I don't want." He gives a bit of a test. Actually, I don't want any of mm. that. He kicked out my muscle buster. I don't really want any of that. So this trace gets us back to another Joe versus Hook thing, which I expect to get revisited mm-hmm. whenever Joe drops the title is his sort of thing to do and a thing for Hook to do. Um, so this isn't quite the, wouldn't it be wacky and fun of this guy? There's a match with this guy. Mm. It's not quite that. I mean, there's an element of that, but it, it makes more sense than the majority of these uh, Tony-verse matches. I want to keep this relatively serious. I don't care who wins. But I, mean, I think I'm looking at that lineup and going... I think Brian, Brian Cage, Brian Cage, did Cage, job. Yeah, Brian yeah, Cage yeah. in that match for one reason. Well, not one reason. He's obviously part of Swerve's gang. But RVD could do a job here, mm. thus infuriating Hangman Page, because we need Hangman Page to get more pissed off to okay. develop his character. I said that's a good point, actually, because of what recent events with him. It does this match. If you looked at it and haven't hadn't, didn't watch the the Swerve Hangman a couple of weeks ago, you just think, oh, team of heels, team of babies. It's not that simple anymore. I do, but I, as, well, as much as I want to keep it relatively serious, because you've got the three world title contenders, I would like a backstage promo from Hangman Page setting up the match with his two partners. And because RVD is a bit of a fan of the old. Hook has got the look of one. Mm. But what if. Uh, that's, I mean, that might be, you know. Hook's, uh, Hook's eating his, uh, his chips and RVD's got a bit of a munchies. He's like, oh, some of the. Jeff's as well. <laughs> that would require AEW building their main event throughout the show, which I'm certainly they've only done four times. <laughs> yeah. I'll say they don't do stories. I'm saying they don't really push that main event throughout the show. They should. Mm. They should, but they don't. They're in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma uh, tonight. Name of the building. I'm glad you asked. It's <laughs> the uh, the box center, or as I'm calling it, the center. Or simply the box center. Yeah, either or. To use Tony Storm's word for uh, vagina. Put you right in your box. Suck you right in that box of yours. Um, One final question for you before we play the game. Uh, we teased a lot earlier box, on. Box, man. <laughs> it's so, it's be one of the worst ones. Like, in, it's not an inanimate object. No. We'll put attached to that box. Like, Box that has to be the most one of the worst misogynistic names for it. Like, yeah, um, it's it's not. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! What uh, what terrible thing 
will the Young Bucks do next? I've got an idea for this. Okay, because I'll just, just as well because we're doing a podcast full, about it. Full disclosure: I uh, was away. I was away with the family, seeing friends and what have you. And I went on a steak. Oh, how was it? Uh, class, but I'm old now, so I was in bed by half eleven, which uh, by half twelve, which I was like double class. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I saw a tweet from Michael Hamlet saying you have to watch this match on Rampage, and I thought. Has Twitter gone completely broken now and I'm loading tweets from about four years ago <laughs> or something? And then I heard about what the Young Bucks have been up to, particularly the, come on, you can't knock Tony Schiavone down. And I was like, they did what? They teased what yeah, exactly? The way they picked them back up when it's like the same as the BTE trigger. That's the Young Bucks, God damn it. Mm. Now, I mean, they were a week and a half away. Uh, you had the Derby promo last week that everyone was talking about, of course. Um... I mean, they don't really need to do anything else. I was talking to you and, and Hamlet in the office yesterday about we're going to see Sting before the Pape. You know, is his you know final run, of course. And I think we settled on potentially him in the rafters of the final Dynamite. Them being like, oh, he's never coming. He's not going to make it to the pay per view. And then you see, actually, well, there he is. He's going to be there on. I Sunday. love that idea. Um, they don't need to do anything else to get any more heat. No, but. A lot of people didn't like the follow-up angle last week, mm. so they might have to do something similar, whether it's just stings, you know, out, air quotes. Maybe they could just get Derby again or get someone close to Derby, maybe Tony Hawk. Mm. Something, I don't know. They probably could do with having a great week because this started off so brilliantly, and then last week people had problems with the fact that Derby didn't care that his own blood was on the clothes of the people he was talking oh, to yeah. over an invisible wall before he even... Love the fact they kept wearing that, by the way. Yeah. I I want them to wear the jackets, but different trousers because their movement was a little bit restricted. Mm-hmm. I did feel like these are wrestling in suits, gimmick suits, obviously, but they're still not... Get some lighter on, lads. <laughs> Young books, get some movement. Um, So I don't know what they do, but I do have a little idea, right? So last week, um, they have the match against Top Flight. And again, it was good, not great, but the idea was they're not doing bangers. They're trying to establish these new characters. But they had, like, this some company sponsored Dynamite, move of the week, and it was them doing the EVP trigger. I want there to be a match out of the Young Bucks versus somebody, right? And I want them to have move of the week every single time. Ah. The idea being that they are using their EVP yeah. status to just, like, get money off a sponsor to say, <laughs> look at our cool move. We'll have the move of the week again. Oh, it's us again. Yes. So I I like cause that's yeah it's all WWE have always done something like that the slam of the week sponsored by Gatorade though they do at the moment one match to go sponsored by some or other which is a weird yeah but that move of the week's always been like a thing like okay okay sponsored by uh, Castall GX or whatever <laughs> do this is like a heel bit for the young bucks yeah. every single time that's that's a creative idea from me I really like that. My suggestion was simply going to be... It's not going to sell a pay-per-view match, but it's already sold, as <laughs> we've yeah, well exactly. established. I'd like the idea of, off the back of us saying, let's have Sting in the rafters next week. This week, you have them saying, I think Darby might need a replacement. I mean, I think Sting's going to be fit to do this, and even if he is, he's going to be a shell of his former self. We're the Young Bucks, we're the best, and we're going to ruin what is going to be the, his farewell match. Lights down, snow, sting comes out. 
They're petrified. He walks down to the ring. It's Brandon, Brandon Cutler. The need to do some cosplay. Just like that, you know, because it, it's not... this. That's the Young Bucks. That's not like, oh, my God, oh... Oh, what a swerve. We all fell for it. Like, he can have a crap sting mask on if you want. Cutler should be fake sting at the paper, by the way. Mm. But I just think, yeah, I just think it's very on brand for them, particularly right now, to yeah. do something like that. Uh, they did it with the Hardys, and it was great to do it again. Yeah. That the mad facts about Matt Hardy's Jimmy legs. <laughs> Why laughing? I just feel uh, he was despicable behavior. Yeah, no, I just remembered something else that I was thinking. What do you think? What do you remember? A, a tortoise on a skateboard. I, just, <laughs> I was watching it before we came in. It right. Yeah, really funny as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm genuine. It's been a long time since I said I'm genuinely excited to tune into Dynamite to see what the Young Bucks do next. Yes, no, they're back. They're back. Um, but yeah, it, it's weird. This obviously with their sort of. We're going to talk a little bit about this tomorrow, in fact, um, with regards to... That's it. That's what we know is going to go on a dynamite tonight. I hope it stays this way, for reasons we will elaborate on tomorrow, potentially. But uh, circling back yes. to where we started with the uh, two women's matches, um, which means we don't have to get to the the aim of the game or the name of the game, but in case people are wondering the game that we normally play, what is the name of that game that we would normally play? We're not going to play it now, but if people... Enjoy the game and just want to hear the jingle because it may they may never hear again. What was the name? Why are they not here? Am I going to die? <laughs> this might be the la- they might they might just keep putting two women's matches. All oh, right, okay. That's how well, that's where mine goes. <laughs> I'm going to fucking die. That's more likely. I'm going to fucking perish before Tony Khan books two back and forth women's matches on Dynamite. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, but the name of the game was well. Before we get to the name of the oh, game. Oh, sorry. Yes. No, I'm not, no, 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 I'm not doing that. Yeah. The name we, of the we game. We wanted to do it so they'd put two women's matches. Yeah, 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 yeah. The name of the game is... Well, this is ladies night now. I'm thinking... Ah, what a night. <laughs> but instead of that game, we're going to play this one. So, well. It's time to play the game. Yes. Time to play, time to play the game. game. further back these days. I definitely would have hit my head if I did it, did it, did it. What will be the combined time of both women's matches? We've only got one, two, two other matches advertised for this show right now. Yeah. I might do, I might get that six that they usually do. I think there'll be two more announced later after we record. I'm going to go with Diana will beat someone in under a minute. Tony Storm. I'm gonna go with seven minutes four seconds. Oh, that's a good guess. Two seconds. I'll get these written down. It's not just for fun. This is a new game. Hoping someone can take care of the uh, data. Mm. Shout out as always to Adam Blair at Adam Wilton four on X and uh, Jose Palomares at the Ho Eleven, of course. <sighs> See, I'm I, questioning my, myself here because. If they do the booking that I've suggested, I've suggested, I've got, <laughs> I'd go lower because if Deanna beats someone in four minutes, let's say, or three minutes, Tony facing the same person should not take that long. But I'd like to think that they hit ten minutes for this. I think they will. I think they'll fall just short. So I'm going to go. 
eight minutes and 42 seconds combined match time. So that's just to clarify for the people who uh, take care of the um, data is not from the moment they enter. That is bell to bell on both matches. I do hope they get a bit of time. I'd, I'd like, I'd like it to be, for example, uh, not necessarily a pick your poison. Save that. You've only just done We've it. We've only course. just done it, of course. <laughs> not that that stopped him in the back. No, he lost it twenty-two times. He loves it. <laughs> yeah. Then. But yeah, for timeless Tony Storm to be like Mariah Kickerass or whatever, and then Diana can be like pick someone that Tony's going to beat relatively handily because she's the champion right now. And da 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 da. But yeah, my fear is that they just go get that both out of the way at the same time and. Uh, Put in the usual. Do you think they'll wait? Where in the show do these? Do you think they go together? Do you think they go one two 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 eight? I go uh, one eighteen forty nine. Just for just for fun. Just for fun. We'll see tomorrow. We will. Uh, but let us know your thoughts on tonight's episode of AW Dynamite on X at What Culture WWE. Watch they can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at M Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Me and Sidgwick will be back tomorrow to review AEW Dynamite. And we'll be here later on today to review NXT. But for now, this has been the Dynamite Preview. My thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.